Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Houston summers are supposed to be hot, but this summer is already off to one of the hottest starts in recent years. We've hit 100 degrees a month earlier than average, and we've already had multiple 100 degree days in June, something that usually doesn't happen. So is this our new norm, and what's the rest of the summer going to look like? Meteorologist Matt Lanza from Space City Weather joins me to explain why it's so dang hot outside. It's Wednesday, July 5th, 2023. I'm Rehil Ramsnali, and here's what Houston's talking about. Matt, welcome back to CityCast Houston. How are you? So good, Rahil. How are you? I'm doing all right. You know, just trying to stay cool like the rest of the city, huh? <laughs> That's right. It's been miserable. It has. Before we get into the heat, I have one question I need to ask you. You are very public with all your forecasts, of course, with Space City Weather. You guys are doing some great work. But what's the meanest comment you've ever received online because of a forecast? You know, I think it's weird because I build up enough goodwill that I don't get too many mean comments. But like, uh, usually the one that I mean, the one that I get the most is always, oh, it must be nice, you know, to be wrong half the time and still keep your job. And it's just <laughs> like, yeah, you know, that's that's the old dig at the, the meteorologist. But, um, you know, the reality is if we were wrong 50% of the time, nobody's going to be listening to us for very long. So yeah, y'all are pretty good about it. So it's all good. No, no, nothing mean there. I like that. Yeah. And I mean, you have to have thick skin if you're going to do this because, sure. you know, sure, sure. All right. So let's get into it. Look, we've already had multiple 100 degree days in Houston and we've had our first one a month early. So what is going on? Why is it hotter this year? It's been a crazy year, and especially after last year when June was a really hot month, too. This year has kind of dwarfed that, though. Um, what's happened is basically the weather pattern has set up in a very stable, stagnant way over Texas. We have what we call high pressure sitting over the state. You've heard it probably in the media called a heat dome, uh, whatever other phrase you want to use to make it sound you know more interesting. But it's just a big area of high pressure that just sits over the state, and underneath it, we just bake. It's just usually sunny, dry, hot. Um, this year versus last year, we've had more humidity. Some of that is probably because we had a pretty wet May uh, and early June. Um, and so that's kind of helped to keep a little more moisture in the ground. And that's just made it feel a little bit more miserable than it did last year when it was more of a dry heat and most of the state was in drought. Um, and this year has just been a little bit worse than that. You know, we've had excessive heat warnings, which we didn't have any of last year. Um, and, you know, just day after day of, of heat advisories or warnings that have been issued, um, unlike really anything I've seen in my time here since 2012. So uh, you can really just thank a stable, stagnant pattern, which is great from a forecasting perspective because it's easy, but not great if you're living under it. So with that heat dome, is this something bigger happening? Is this global warming? Is this just an abnormal year? Is this El Nino? I know I'm throwing a bunch of scenarios out there, but what's the deal with that? The fun answer to that question is it's a little bit of everything. Um, that's, you know, weather's complex. There's not ever one single reason why something is. Um, and in this case, we had kind of a whole 
mess of things I think have come together. Number one, it's usually normal for high pressure to kind of set up and anchor over the Southern Plains or Texas uh, during the, the summer months. This is a little earlier than usual. Usually we're talking more about this in August and June, but you know this year's a little bit earlier. We had more of a spring-like weather pattern in June overall, where we've had more severe weather across uh, the Panhandle, North Texas into the Southeast. Usually that's further North uh, into like Kansas, Nebraska, and the Dakotas this time of year. But you can thank El Nino, I think, for that. So that's kind of one thing that is, that's at play too. And you can't ignore climate change. That's part of the whole thing. You know, this was going to happen with or without climate change, but the reality is that maybe it felt a couple degrees hotter. You know, climate change is just like the, the icing on top of the cake. You know, the cake's going to be there. It's going to get baked, but the icing just, you know, makes it a little bit more impressive and a little bit more robust than it otherwise would be. Gotcha. And you can actually bake that cake outside on the <laughs> pavement. Like literally you can bake a cake right now. It's that hot. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So, you know, you mentioned it was hot last June as well, and we're coming off a really hot year from 2022 and going into this year, we've talked about it a little bit. Do you think this is the new norm now for Houston in the summer? Yeah, it's kind of strange to see these early June months. I really want to say the last couple of years have been odd and, and I don't like, I don't want to dismiss it entirely, but I really don't think this is necessarily a new normal in terms of, you know, June, all of a sudden trumping August. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I don't even know if this August is going to be, uh, you know, hotter than last August was last August was actually great. It was a nice month. Um, you know, but, but I would expect this year to probably be a little bit worse. Um, you know, things, things are changing, but, you know, overall we should still expect that July and August are going to be our worst months. Um, you know, every now and then you do get a June that's pretty rough. We've had a few in the past that have been rough, uh, in some other past years. So it's not completely uncommon. It's just, I think having it back to back years and having it so intense and and uncomfortable, uh, it just kind of adds to it. It makes everyone a little more hyper aware. Gotcha. Let's talk about the long-term dangers of this heat, right? What can we expect in terms of damage, right? Whether it be droughts, the roads are buckling, we've seen that happen, buildings, fires. What long-term impacts can we see from the heat? Yeah, you know, if this sustains long enough, you know, hopefully we're going into a little bit of a weather pattern now. But, um, you know, if this can sustain, you know, have another round of heat or something, you know, then we have to start talking about things like drought, um, which you would not expect to last more than a couple months, but those couple months could be a little rough. Um, we, you know, with an El Nino in place, we would expect a wetter autumn. So I think that's coming, but to get, we have to get there first, right? So, uh, you know, that's one thing I'll be watching for. Um, you know, obviously with the heat, it, it really does become an issue of um, just day after day layering uh, heat on top of heat. You know, that we don't really cool off that much at night anymore. Uh, we only get down to about 80 degrees. That really does take a toll on people, especially people that may not have as much air conditioning or have limited options to cool off. 
you know, it can really start to become more of a health stress after enough time. You know, one day is bad enough, but stringing three weeks of it together in a row, I mean, that's just really oppressive and really hard on people. Yeah. Um, so people that are working outside, people that are uh, struggling with, with air conditioning, you know, it, you have to just try to take it easy. Uh, check on those people. Make sure that they're doing okay. Make sure that, that they're, they have what they need. Uh, to get through things um you know otherwise it's just really annoying for everybody yeah for sure when we look at this heat and i i don't know if there's a correlation or not but of course hurricane season is fresh on everyone's minds right now and we're not going to be clear of those woods for a couple of months as well but are there any trends to watch out for when you have a hot summer like this or an early start to a hot summer and hurricane season yeah, so this is actually kind of a, a weird conundrum. You know, number one, it does get hot, obviously, when you have this type of weather pattern, and that can heat the water up. So the Gulf of Mexico does tend to get a little bit warmer, uh, particularly if you start to heat up like the southeast that had been spared most of, of June now starts to be heating up a little bit. So I think some of the northern Gulf water temperatures will be warmer. But when you have high pressure sitting over Texas like this or heat dome, it actually wards off hurricanes uh, because it almost acts like a block. You know, they'll go to the south or to the east of that area of high pressure. So if that's sitting over Texas, well, and we're in the clear, uh, you don't have to worry about anything. So, but of course, that's assuming that it's going to stay further now until the end of September, which is not really a good assumption to make. But ultimately, I think we're going to be governed less by, you know, this type of stuff and more by wind shear uh, and what the overall tropics look like, which during an El Nino summer should be a little bit more hostile to hurricanes. So we expect a little uh, fewer storms this year. Uh, than we've seen in the last couple of years, hopefully. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't get one in the Gulf at any point in time. You know, it only takes one storm. So everybody should prepare accordingly uh, and just hope that we don't deal with it this year. Yeah, hopefully we don't. Now, final thing about the heat. I'm not being a sissy, right? It is hotter, <laughs> right? Like it is bad out there, right? Yeah, I mean, we get comments from people like, oh, it's summer, it's supposed to be hot. Yes, it is. It's supposed to be hot in Houston. We all get used to it. I think we pride ourselves on being tough. You know, in the heat, but when it gets this hot, when you have heat index values that are like 120, you know, that that's hard for anyone. I don't care how used to the heat you are, and especially in June. I mean, yeah, this is serious heat. This is kind of the next level of heat that we only see once or twice a summer, if that. Um, and so you are entitled to complain about it and not have to turn in your Houston card. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure because I know there's going to be that one listener who emails in is like, guys, it's supposed to be hot, just like you mentioned. But I mean, this is next level heat. So I just wanted to make sure I'm in the clear. You heard it from Matt. Don't make fun of me. Okay, that's what I got from that. So let's talk about Space City weather. I've been a huge fan since y'all have launched and it's been so refreshing to see the forecast, the information. You're not talking down to readers and viewers, which is great. But let's talk about the most important lesson that you've learned. I mean, y'all are now getting 5 million views a year. And it's awesome seeing an independent site do this. What's the most important lesson you've learned? I think it's that people, that there's a market for this, that people want this type of weather information. Not everybody, you know, it's nothing against anybody else that's doing weather on local news. I used to do that. I know what that's like. Um, but you know, people now today have the freedom to choose how they want to get their information. You know, there's, there's so many different ways you can get it. And I think we've sort of filled the, the niche for people that, that really want uh, to get more of a, a written synopsis, kind of a quick update. They want it in more of a, a friendly type tone than, than you know, a very you know, stern science-y type mm. uh, writing, you know, and I think that we tend to show a little bit more empathy too for people. It's like, we get it. We live here. We know what it's like. We're going through it too. Um, so we can relate to people. And I think people really do appreciate that. They appreciate uh, having people talk to them honestly, make sure we tell them everything we know 
and do it in a way that makes them feel like, you know, they're just having a conversation with us. And that's, that's what works. Yeah, it absolutely does. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. I know it's been hot and crazy, but <laughs> here's to cooler days, my friend. Amen to that, Raheel. Thanks for having me. That was Matt Lanza. You can read his work and hype-free forecast at spacecityweather.com. Before we go, there's one less cool thing to do to fight all of this heat because the Galleria ice skating rink is closed for a much-needed update. For the first time since opening in 1970, the rink is going to get a technology update on the system that keeps the ice, well, really cold, so it can be more energy efficient for the almost 700,000 skaters who grace the Galleria ice annually. The renovation should be complete in the upcoming week or so. Hey, do you have a story idea for us? Shoot us a text or email with the info in our show notes. We love hearing from you, so please don't be shy. That will do it for today. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new. especially with this heat going on because the ice, let me do it again.